child, her manners and air remain maidenly, a primed canvas awaiting defining strokes of paint, which, I admit, I desperately want to apply. Husband, too, a software designer and what the establishment calls a prosperously sized man, takes the tin from her and, scrunching his nose, examines and leaves it under his chair without thanking us. If I did not know from his casual shirt and uncombed gray hair that he is not on board with family advancement, I do now. Ironic that someone with such disregard for social niceties should possess so cherubic a face. Dad doesn't seem to notice. Wei Guo has won three triathlons and five and ten thousand meter races more times than I can remember. He'll be thrilled to give all three of you a free assessment. Put you on a diet. I elbow him. His enthusiasm knows no bounds. Sitting half a head taller than everyone at the table, husband one, a corporate accountant, wrinkles his brow, looking even more displeased. He is in dire need of a weight gain plan. A cold could take him. He seems to be the alpha, the way he sits there with his arms crossed in judgment, waiting to be buttered up. Too important even to eat. That said, I've yet to see a better-fitted suit on a man. A linen hanky in his jacket pocket, a watch fob hanging from his vest, and his silvery hair slicked back. He seems a relic from a bygone era. Hero, our matchmaker, gestures at Mei Ling, his three chunky rings glittering. Li Weiguo was voted one of Beijing's top master personal trainers the last five years in a row by the Worldly Bachelor. If this same webzine had not ranked our matchmaker top in client placement, we would not have hired him. The volume and frizz of his shoulder-length hair bring to mind disorder and bad judgment. Even in a profession dominated by registered same-sex lovers, the willfully sterile, he sticks out, a baboon peacocking among men. We pray his name is a good description of his abilities. Our matchmaker is trying to help, but mention of the worldly bachelor only serves to remind Mei Ling and company that there are 40 million more single men like me out there to choose from that it has taken me until my forties to save up enough to enter matchmaking talks at this lowest rung. Furthermore, my living relies on such unmarried men. The government has awarded us, members of The Bounty, official status, investing in public campaigns to make the words unmarriageable, excess, and leftover in reference to men unpatriotic and backward. And for the bounty, fitness programs like those that I offer are state-funded and mandated. The distraction and physical exhaustion of a thoughtful exercise plan are as non-negotiable for us as sleep, food, and weekly state-arranged sex. Husband, too, seems uninterested in the conversation. Above it, even, focusing solely on shoveling down all the sliced beef shank on the table. He must be one of those jerks who considers his potbelly a status symbol. I don't like to brag, Dad says, but Weguo really is the best in his field. I didn't expect Wu Mei Ling to catch my eye. Before anyone notices, 
Her flirty bangs fall back over her face, and she returns to sipping the shark's fin soup. We paid dearly into the Nature Preservation Fund in order to bring this dish to the table to signal our serious interest. Now that the right to propose matchmaking talks and marriage has become the prerogative of the woman's side, my dads dare not spare any expense. But even as they caution me not to settle for anyone less than right, a bad marriage is worse than no marriage at all, I know what they won't say. Our budget will not allow us many more of these lunches. Comrade Lee, husband Wan finally deigns to open his mouth. Please call him Wei Guo, dad says. Husband Wan starts over with my given name. He asks how long I've been a master trainer, in what direction I hope to take my career. Our son earned his certification more than twenty years ago.